In rolling more news headlines, first grade results in the North see wins to the Pirates, Vikings and the Cannonballs, and the South wins to the Thunder and the Dolphins. Mid-North Coast Junior Axemen and Tomahawks complete their state championship preparations with trials against Central North and New England at Dorigo. Derby Lancaster of Mid-North Coast and Kempsey Cannonballs alumni signs a two-year deal with the Melbourne Rebels in the Super Rugby Pacific. And Lucy Green of the Manning River Rats makes her Jack Scott Cup debut for the Hunter Wildfires. That's all from the Rolling Mall News headlines. Results from across the zone, starting with the CS Group Northern Competition. The under-14s results will feature first. The SCU Marlins defeated the Vikings 31-5. The Coss Harbour Snappers Red defeated the Kempsey Cannonballs 31-19. And the Coss Harbour Snappers Black defeated the Grafton Redmond 22-5. In the under-16s, the Marlins defeated the Vikings 37-0. And the Snappers defeated the Cannonballs 12-5. In the under-18s, the Vikings defeated the Marlins 19-5 and the Snappers defeated the Cannonballs 26-19. In the women's division, the Pirates defeated the Redmen 62-5, the Vikings defeated the Marlins 30-24 and the Snappers defeated the Cannonballs 31-5. In reserve grade, the Vikings defeated the Marlins 55-5, the Goannas defeated the Redmen 19-7 and the Cannonballs were defeated by the Coss Harbour Snappers 24-15. In the CS Group Mid-North Coast Rugby First Grade Northern Competition, the Kensington Cannonballs stepped up at home and handed the previously undefeated Coss Harbour Snappers their first loss of the season. This game added one try apiece, and Kempsey won it off the boot, slotting two penalty goals. This is a game where defence ruled, with both teams setting up walls on their line. This is a game where Kempsey's premiership credentials really shone through. Winning a tight, low-scoring game is where finals matches are won. Kempsey made it hard, going down to 13 men late with two yellow cards, but held on to record arguably their best victory in the previous two years. Again, Kempsey's fullback did the damage, scoring the only try, slotting the conversion and a penalty for a personal penalty tally of 10. The Snappers pick up a bonus point in this loss and their coach Mitch Walton will be using this game as motivation to raise their performance to the next level. In the second match, the Port Macquarie Pirates defeated the Grafton Redmond 57-7, continuing their try-scoring form from last week in this dominant victory. They scored nine tries to one to get revenge for their round two loss to the same opposition. The Pirates started on fire, scoring three tries in the first 20 minutes and when Mr. Number 100 from last week, Rhys Martin, crashed over in the shadows of half-time, they had their fifth try and the game sewn up. Connor Robertson, Jamison Williams and Rhys Martin all scored doubles in a team that has hit a hot attacking form, scoring 105 points in two games. Grafton's great start to the season has hit a roadblock with two losses to two of the top contenders in a row. The Pirates ascend to the top of the ladder with 17 points after five games, whilst the Redmen slipped the fourth on nine competition points after playing four games. And in the last match, the Hastings Valley Vikings defeated their CU Marlins 33-31. This was a very topsy-turny game, with the Marlins getting out to a 17-point lead early on, with the Vikings dragging them back through their large crowd and their consistent pressure. 
This game was actually settled by a sideline conversion after the bell to win the game. Collins again will be looking to work on the discipline after two yellow cards in the second half cost them dearly. For the Vikings, I'll be very happy to get their first win of the season and also the bonus point, which puts them to seven and keeps them nipping at the hills of fourth. For the Marlins, they will be ruining another fast start, big lead and getting run down, exactly what happened against the Redmen. They'll be looking to address this as soon as possible, otherwise their season will slip away. In the CS Group Mid-North Coast Rugby Southern competition, the Warhope Thunder put on a show in a statement win over the Mangaroo Rats in a result that sees them clear premiership favourites winning 46-7. to This was an 8 tries to 1 victory with a large Andrews Park crowd loving every moment. The Rats' discipline was their worst enemy with 4 yellow cards and 1 red card. This really crueled any chance to win this game. The Thunder are now the only undefeated team in the competition and have secured a bonus point in three out of four of their wins. Flying winger number 11 Robert James bagged a double and was one of the Thunder's biggest threats. The Rats now head to the bye to regroup and work on little things needed to get back on top. The Thunder head to Foster as they look to continue this flying start. In the women's match, the Manning River Rats bounced back from last week's Lost to record a very strong victory, 59-0 over the Warhope Thunder. Scoring 11 tries in total, the Rats had total control from start to finish, whilst the Thunder couldn't find any answers at all to the Rats' power. Rats' Kiralee Ridway starred with a hat-trick. Two of her teammates also got a double. The Thunder will now look the regroup before next week's visit to Foster to tackle the Dolphins. In the second men's match, the Foster Tuntari Dolphins claimed the win in a tight tussle over the Old Bar Clams, 13-6. In a game where the Dolphins scored the only try, the boot did the majority of the scoring. The Clams secured a valuable bonus point as they looked to keep in touch with the teams above them. After a slow start for the season, the Dolphins have won back-to-back games to sit third on the ladder. And in the women's match, the Gloucester Cockies maintained the 100% winning record with a 27-5 victory over the Foster Tuntari Dolphins. Their pursuit of top spot and the minor premiership is right on track, with their five tries to one performance maintaining their lead on top of the ladder. The Cockies' Hannah Forrest yet again starred with two tries. The Dolphins will see the positives and take away the belief that they can close the gap come the business end of the season, with small improvements in the right area will put them right in the mix this year. The Wamba Bulls had to buy. No coach interviews this week as I've been on holidays for the family. But a new section is the report cards after a third of the season. The Port Macquarie Pirates get a B plus with three wins, two losses and 17 competition points. They had a great win up first against their rivals, the Vikings. But a loss at home in round two to the Grafton was a block. Two strong wins late brings it up to a B plus. The Snappers, three wins, one loss, 15 points, get an A minus. Big first win, tight victories over Port mainly, sees them doing very well. Lost to Kempsey last round, brings them back to an A minus. The Cannonballs, three wins, one loss, 40 competition points, A. After coming fifth last year with only four wins, they start their season with two bonus point wins on the road. They had a bit of a stumbling block last week against the Pirates, but bounced back with a strong defeat of the Snappers to get the best grade in the Northern competition of an A. The Redmen, 
two wins, two losses, nine points, achieve a B+. After a winless season last year, they started on fire, again with two wins on the road. They've hit a roadblock in the last two, going down. Can they regroup and get their season right back to that hot start? The Vikings get a C, with one win, three losses and seven competition points. Defending Premiers have had a very slow start to the season, including a large loss to the Snappers. They did get two bonus points in round one in a tight game against the Pirates, which pushed their mark up. They have a bonus point win last start against the Marlins, seeing them achieve the C grade. And the Marlins, well, they get a C minus with no wins and three losses with four competition points. They started the season with three losses in a row. They have had two buys, which hasn't helped. Two of these losses have been after leading 17 0, which really hurt. They need a strong improvement from here to get back up the table and challenge. Two double bonus point losses sees their mark move up to the C minus. And that's the new section of the report cards for Northern. Moving on to South as I flip my notes. Reports for the Southern Competition. Warhope, four wins, zero losses, 19 points, A+. What can you say? Return to the comp, take it by storm. Three bonus points, and only conceded 30 points in four games. That is an A+, I don't know what is. The Rats, three wins, one loss, and 14 points. A-, minus. Beaten grand finalists. Started real strong with three wins in a row, including a big win over the Clams. They crashed against the Thunder last week to bring their mark back to A- minus for the Manning River Rats. Fossatantari Dolphins. Two wins, two losses, nine points. They achieve a B. Started slow and couldn't score a point in the round, first two rounds, but the defence was good, which gave them a platform. They now won two on a trot to keep start their season and are looking much better, achieving the B. The Willamba Bulls, one win, three losses, four points. They get a C-. Defending Premiers have had a hard start to the season with just a solo, narrow win over the Clams. Conceding roughly four tries a game will be a big concern for them, and they'll be looking to change their fortunes in the upcoming round. And lastly, the Clams... Zero wins, four losses, and two points. They get a C plus. Their return to the comp with goal can be competitive. Didn't win a lot in their last couple of years in the comp, but they've been very competitive bar one game. Picked up two bonus points to stay in touch with the teams above them. Season get the C plus. That's all from the report cards. This week's rugby stories from the Rolling Moor News Desk. Derby Lancaster has signed for the Melbourne Rebels in the Super Rugby Pacific on a two-year deal. The Kempsey Cannonball and St. Paul College Kempsey student joins the growing list of mid Coast players playing in Super Rugby. The 20-year-old, who is 189cm and 95kg, has been starring on the World 7 circuit, scoring 20 tries and 34 games this season. The Rebels said they have been encouraging him to play in the Olympics next year. He is currently a part of the Junior Wallaby squad playing in New Zealand. Lancaster said in a statement to the press, The Rebels seem to run a great program in a formidable city which loves its sport. They play an exciting and expansive style of rugby which will suit me as an outside back. I for one can't wait to see Derby and his lightning pace in the Super Rugby. Lucy Green from the Manning River Rats debuted for the Hunter Wildfires in the Jack Scott Cup last weekend. Coming off the bench in Jersey 23, and her team's impressive 22-18 win 
over the previously undefeated leaders, Gordon, at their home ground. Lucy usually plays as a scrum half, but can also play across the playmaking roles. Last year, Lucy was playing for New South Wales Country Junior Under-18s and had a massive impact in the second half to help them win the City vs Country Grace Hamilton Shield. It's great to see players like Lucy from the community New South Wales Country competitions getting their chance to impress in the big time. Well done to Lucy and I'm sure we'll see more of her in this competition. That's all the rugby stories from the Rolling Mall News Desk. An update on the podcast Super Rugby Pacific Tipping Competition, proudly sponsored by Ugly Duckling Auto Care. Call today on 0412-151-873 for all your car, boat, truck and caravan mobile auto detailing needs. There is only one regular season round to go. Zach Tain continues in the lead for 66, the podcast 62, Rocking Horse Road 61, Laney and RRW round out the top 5 with 60. Zach Tain all but has first spot locked up and the $150 prize money. Second and third is still wide open with all top 5 a chance to walk away with some prize money. A big thank you to all the tipsters in the podcast Super Rugby Tipping Comp this year. Bit of a plug for another episode that was recorded this week. Friend of the podcast, Ewan and I, recorded a 20-minute chat in a professional podcast studio on all things Super Rugby, Bledisloe Cup slash Rugby Championships and this year's Rugby World Cup. Give it a listen. It's two rugby tragics having a good fun chat. And let the podcast know if you'd like to hear more about Super Rugby and internationals with Ewan and we can add it to the weekly episodes. A very quick fire, CX Group Northern Mid-North Coast Rugby Competition Preview. The SCU Marlins are hosting the informed Port Macquarie Pirates. The Marlins come off last week's heartbreak while the Pirates racked up 50 points in a dominant victory. The Pirates are on top of the ladder while the Marlins are at the bottom. This will be a tough ask for the Marlins, even at home, but they really need a win to kickstart their season. The Pirates have played more games than anyone in the competition and need a win to stay on top of the ladder. Kickoff is at 3.15pm at Leisure Park, Cos Harbour. In the second game, the Grafton Redmen host the Kempsey Cannonballs in a fourth B third battle. The Redmen enter this one on the back of a heavy defeat, while Kempsey had a high quality victory over the Snappers. Both teams missed the finals last year, and they'll be desperate to keep climbing the ladder. You get the feeling this is a battle between the Redmen's big forward pack and the steely defence that Kempsey has shown all year. A tight physical affair is on the cards with the winner joining the big free conversation. Kickoff is at 3.15pm at Redmond Rugby Grounds, South Grafton. In the final match, the Cos Harbour Snappers are hosting the Hastings Valley Vikings in a replay of their round two encounter. That day, Cos won by a staggering 71 points. Cos headed this one on the back of their first loss of the season, while the Vikings picked up their first win. You have the feeling that Vikings will be more prepared for this one and will put up a much better fight. Costa want to hit back hard and rejoin the winners list and claim back that top spot ladder they've had all year so far. As much as the Vikings will be up for the fight, I see the Snappers being highly motivated to get the win and not let their strong start to the season slip away in this one. Kickoff is at 3.15pm at John Corrie's Rugby Park, Cos Harbour. The only game that doesn't follow the first grade draw 
is the Bowerville Goannas hosting the Hastings Valley Vikings at Hennessy Tape Oval Bowerville. Kickoff is at 2pm. In the CS Group Southern competition, the Old Bar Clams are hosting the Lambert Bulls at their home away from home, Gloucester. The Clams had a bonus point loss last round, while the Bulls regrouped with the bye. Their round one encounter was a tight tussle, with the Bulls getting the win 13-10. This result is the closest the Clams have come to a win so far. The Clams will be right up for this one, and could see this as their first win in their return season. They have a big focus on scoring points as they've only scored 31 in four games. Well, Lambo have had a slow first round with only one win, but find themselves five points below third and getting back into form and moving up the ladder is a top priority for them. Kickoff is at 3pm at Gloucester District Oval, Gloucester. In the women's match, the Gloucester Cockies play at home for the first time this year and they're hosting the Lambo Bulls. They won their round one Encounter 54 to nil, and have remained undefeated since then. Lambert picked up one win so far as they looked to narrow the gap between themselves and the top teams. They'll have to shut down Gloucester's Hannah Forest if there's any chance of a win in this one. Kickoff is at 1:45 p.m. at Gloucester District Oval, Gloucester. In the second match, the Foster Tuncurry Dolphins host the high-flying and undefeated Warhope Thunder. The Dolphins have hit a purple patch of form late win their last two games, and they are last start winners over the Clams. The Thunder have taken the competition by storm. They're four from four and absolutely flying. Their dominant statement victory over the Rats last round sees them clear title favourites. The Dolphins' biggest task will be shutting down the Thunder's attack, which racked up 46 points last week. They have won the best defences this year, only conceding 38 points across their four games giving them a great platform to repel the thunder. When you're winning like the thunder, there's only one task, and that's just to keep on winning and keep enjoying the good times. In the women's, the Fossetantari Dolphins also host the Warhope Thunder in a battle that can shape the ladder. The Dolphins are third. Warhope can climb off the bottom of the ladder with a breakthrough win in this one. The Dolphins gave the top of the ladder cockies a bit of trouble last week. They can hit the ground running and take it up to the thunder from the first whistle will go a long way to winning the game. The Thunder have had a tough couple of weeks coming up against the competition's top two teams and be looking to implement the lessons learned from these tough games. Contain the Dolphins' Shanoa Andrews will be one of the highest priorities for the Thunder if they are to win this game. Kickoff in the women's is at 1.45pm and in the men's 3pm up Peter Barkley Fields' Tun Curry. The Manning River Rats have the bye this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rolling Wall podcast. And as always, if you have any tips, information or stories that should be shared with the rugby public in the Mid-North Coast, please get in touch with the podcast at the Facebook page, the Rolling Wall podcast. Stay true, enjoy the rugby and go the Tomahawks and Axemen.